circle centers for Cousins, a shot, and he scores. Dylan Cousins makes it 3-0 Lethbridge. Byram going to take it coast to coast on a backhand, scores! Up to the blue line, Vandalese, the effort, tip, scores! Carson Folk is Mr. Teddy Bear! A deflation! He scores! It's over! It's over! Game 7, overtime, hero! Hi, hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the WHL Podcast. I'm Zach Cotter, the manager of player development for the Western Hockey League, and your host for this week's episode. It is 17 again. We've got three of our 2003-born top prospects for next year's NHL entry draft. When will that draft be? None of us know, but we know that these three players that we have on this week's episode all will likely hear their names called on that day. But before we get to those interviews, let's first jump into the news and notes for this week. The Western Hockey League has announced that it has been granted approval by the government of Alberta and Alberta Health to return to play, which will enable the WHL's Alberta-based teams in the Central Division to open their season on Friday, February 26. The WHL has agreed that all Central Division games during the 2021 season will be played exclusively within the provincial boundaries of Alberta. The Central Division will play a 24-game regular season schedule, which will be announced at a later date and all games will be played on weekends and consist of home and home games only. The WHL has developed an extensive set of protocols to not only provide a safe environment for both the WHL players and staff, but to protect Albertans in the community. The Lethbridge Hurricanes have announced that they have signed Reed McKay, who was originally drafted by the Hurricanes in the third round of the 2019 WHL Draft. The product of Irma, Alberta, appeared in four games this season with Lloyd Minster Bobcats U18 AAA and tallied four goals and two assists for six points. Staying on the signing train, the Prince George Cougars have signed 2004-born forward Carter McAdams to a standard player agreement. McAdams was drafted by the Cougars in the fourth round, 70th overall at the 2019 WHL Draft. The 16-year-old started the 2021 season with the Delta Hockey Academy under-18 prep team, and he registered two assists in four games. And finally, the Brandon Wheat Kings have announced that they have signed 17-year-old defenseman Zach Turner to a WHL standard player agreement. Turner, a 6'2", 181-pound product from Boisevan, Manitoba, was drafted by the Wheat Kings in the second round, 31st overall, of the 2019 WHL Draft. Last season, he played with the Southwest Cougars of the U18 AAA League, scoring 38 points in 56 games. For everything WHL, you can follow us on Twitter at the WHL or go to the website whl.ca. Takes off quickly a headman feed. Here's the huge chest behind the defense, breaks into and he will score. Today I am joined by Seattle Thunderbirds forward, and he lives close to a big rock. The place he lives, the biggest attraction in the city is a large rock. I am not joking, it was just south of Oak Tokes, Alberta. It is Kai Uchaz. Kai, how are you doing today? I'm good, thanks. Thanks for having me on. Well, Kai, it's been a unique season. Obviously, I mean, the season hasn't really started. You did get a few games in with the Spruce Grove Saints, but that's been shut down. So what have you been doing during these these off months to stay ready for the start of the season? I've been uh, spending a lot of time with my family and just training and trying to hang out with as much friends as I can, but keeping it small because of the COVID tough times here. But uh, yeah, I've been going for runs, trying to stay in shape, and uh, I have a little outdoor rink at my house, so I've been using that. and utilizing my time there so it's been good 
When you're hanging out with the family, do you guys have a, a card game or a board game that's your guys' go-to? Um, no, I don't know. We don't play too many card games, but we like to sit around, chat, have a few jokes. So, Well, looking back on last season for you, your first full season in the Western Hockey League, in 52 games, you had two goals, six assists for eight points. It's a big adjustment coming into the Western Hockey League. And what were, you know, what were some areas that it took you a little while to figure out how to play your game and become an everyday player in the Western Hockey League? And what did you do to adjust to the league? Yeah, it was a it was a big jump for midget um, playing with the older guys. They're all stronger, faster, and mature in the game. So for me, it was just learning the to play with the older guys too, and just learning the strengths they have. And for me, like battles in the corner, learning how to protect the puck and um, spin off the stronger guys and win races. So yeah, it was a different change. And for me, it was just like confidence, getting my confidence and getting more ice in the second half on the penalty kill too. So. It's just a big confidence thing for me. And that is a huge confidence thing for you because the coach has the trust in you and you've shown or developed that trust with him that you can go out there and be a player that can get it done when you need to. And last season, you didn't just play against the older boys. You played at the U-17 tournament, the under-17 World Championships on Team Black. What was that experience like? And did you gain confidence coming back into the Western League after that event? Yeah, it was good. It was a cool tournament to play against guys across the world my age, high-class tournament. And for me, it was it was a confidence booster just being able to go um, get the confidence, knowing that I'm a top guy my age, being able to represent my country. So coming back to Seattle after that, I had a little more confidence, a little more step, and just a little more energy. So it was a good tournament overall in the middle of the season there. So it was good. So you're from, you know, Southern Alberta, just outside of Okotoks, which is a, a suburb outside of Calgary. And you ended up playing Seattle and the Thunderbirds, which is a completely different environment. It's a new country, new everything. What was it like just going down to the States and living down there for, for a full season? Yeah, it was a change. The weather changed too. It was just like more rainy, a little more sunny too at points. And the drive down there is nice going through the mountains. So that was good. And then just having the new billets and meet new people, all the fans down there, the city, everything was great. So different change from a, a country-based home, I guess, here in Okotoks. And then, yeah, getting down to the big city was cool. Cool. Well, let's let's look at a look at uh, one of your goals from last season. It's actually it's a rivalry game between the Seattle Thunderbirds and Portland Winterhawks. Uh, it is a big, big matchup, battle of the I five. And I'm talking about those fans. You're going to get to see them here. But if you could just break down this play, kind of what you're thinking, and and we'll just let it roll. Uh, so here I was just got a pass from uh, Willie there. Um, I drove drove through the middle, saw I had some space, and you can see here in tight, um, I didn't have, I don't know, it was just a last minute reaction and making a move from my backhand to forehand to get it above the goalie there. So top corner there. So it was good. Yeah, it was exciting. And then you could see the fans there, the lights, the atmosphere in Seattle. It's just great. So too bad we can't have them in there this year, but it'll be, uh, it'll be exciting still. You know, the fans in Seattle, I mean, that Tuesday night game, the Tuesday night, the two for Tuesday nights might be one of the, that, that has to be a must see event for every single Western Hockey League fan. Did you expect that? Or did you realize that when you first got to Seattle, just how passionate, just how involved the, the fans are of that team? Yeah, it was a, it was a crazy change for me going from midget, not having too many fans to a pack barn in Seattle. They were they're great. They're great fans. Probably one of the best in the Western Hockey League there. So, and uh, 
yeah, they come they come ready to play on Tuesdays. They they love the Tuesday ones, the rivalry against Portland or Everett like that. So it was good, really good. Experience. These fans are gonna have a lot to cheer about coming up here quick. You guys had one of the youngest teams in the Western Hockey League last year, several 16s, a bunch of 17s, and you've got several 16s coming up this year. And for yourself as a 16 year old last season, as you know, you know there's two leadership groups on the team. You've got your out of high school kids and you got your high school kids. And now you're going to be a leader on that high school group. And what do you think you need to do to help, uh, you know, Jordan Gustafson and Kevin Korchinski as they try to make your team this year and acclimate with that Thunderbirds roster? Yeah, I know we have, we had a young team last year and this year coming up. So for us, I think it's just getting everyone to gel together and not having that um, separation from the older guys to the younger guys. And so I guess I'm in the middle there and just giving the guys feedback from what I had last year and to play with confidence and, get on like a good friendship with everyone so that's gonna be huge and then um yeah for for them coming up it's just we want them to feel comfortable and know that they can speak up and be friends with all of us so it'll be good good exciting year coming up kai what do you need to do this year to to make that next step in your game and to get on nhl draft radars um i need to yeah i need to be quick have a quicker uh first three steps, I think, and just be explosive player, play physical and put a few more points up than I did last year, coming into this year with more confidence and more muscle, I guess. So yeah, for me, I just need to produce and um, play with confidence and show, uh, show my, show to my best abilities, I guess. Well, the Alberta government's given uh, the guarantee to go ahead for the Alberta-based teams, and hopefully we'll get that for the U.S.-based teams as well. But which player on your team are you most looking forward to just roasting in practice once you get back? Oh, um, Connor Roulette, maybe. Might have to give it to him. It's been a while since I've seen him. Me and him bond pretty well together. So he's a Manitoba boy, but yeah, he's one of the, one of the kids that we like to give it to a little bit. Yeah, and you and him are going to be the guys on that team in the next couple of years here, the real leaders pushing you guys on the, the path that you're on with the team that Bill LaForge has put together. But my last question for you is, it's been a long quarantine period. It's about 10 months now. What have you been doing? Did you come up with a new hobby? Did you start a book or a TV series? What did you do to get through the time that we've had? Um, I've been doing a little bit of snowmobiling, actually. We have my dad picked a coot two more snowmobiles up this year so for me being away last year in the winter I gotta have the winter environment here I got out to the mountains yesterday actually so uh, I guess snowmobiling is one of the new things that I got to do this year so oh that's awesome you took advantage of the time that you had with your family fully it seems it's awesome to see I wish you the best of luck as we get going here with the start of the season I hope that you and your family stay safe and healthy and that you're able to have the success that I fully expect you will once the season starts awesome thank you so much for having me on Big thank you to Mr. Uchaz for taking time out of his day. Up next, we've got Colton Dock, who you might think, you know, he's got some pretty big shoes to fill following his brother, but that's not the way he looks at it. He has to focus on himself and our conversation. He laid out exactly how he's doing that and his expectations for this year. Today, I'm joined by Saskatoon Blades forward. He wears number 34. Interesting choice. Uh, he's from Fort Saskatchewan. Uh, it's Colton Dock. Colton, how you doing? Good. Uh, how are you doing? I'm doing great. You're back in Saskatoon getting ready for the start of this season. But what have you been doing before you went back to Saskatoon to stay healthy, to stay sharp, and to get ready for the start of this season? Yeah, obviously with the restrictions in Alberta, you're not really allowed to go out. So we uh, we got a home gym in our garage. So I've been uh, getting in there every day and then taking two days off and basically just going out with our rinks. 
Well, looking back on last season, you had a really good 16-year-old year in the Western Hockey League. 62 games, 11 goals, 18 assists, and 29 points. For yourself, what was the biggest adjustment coming in and being an everyday player? I think obviously in the, in the first half, you can notice it wasn't, I wasn't really playing the way I know, I know I can play. So obviously it took me some time to adjust, but after I did, I think I, think I did uh, pretty good for myself. And I think obviously the biggest, biggest adjustment was the speed for myself. You know, when you talk about it took you a little little while to adjust, uh, you know, it's not just adjusting to the speed, but what are the things that you did in practice or in games or away from the rink to help you make that adjustment? Or, or what were your conversations like with Mitch Love and that, that coaching staff to help you become the player that you turned into in the second half? Yeah, obviously the, the mindset you come with to the rink every day has got to be, it's got to be the perfect, got to be perfect every day. Obviously as a, as a 16 year old, you kind of, you come from midget, you got some midget habits, you know, they're maybe not so good. So lover keeps you intact about that. And uh, he's, uh, he's had some good conversations to make, uh, to improve myself on and off the ice. Well, one thing they don't have to improve on, and we're going to take a peek at it right now is your ability to shoot the puck. Uh, take us through this goal here. It's a, it's a really nice goal against the Edmonton oil Kings and we'll let it play and just tell us what you remember from the play. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> um, uh, that's my buddy who uh, turned the puck over to me right there. <laughs> yeah, he was, he was telling me about it the other day when I was uh, we were at the outdoor rink together, and he said the only reason why I picked that pass off because he's wearing a bubble. <laughs> the reason why he's wearing a bubble is because the I think a few games before that I took a shot from the blue line and hit him in the face with the puck. So, yeah. Did he lose any jibs? No, he's he was good, but it was right before his grad photo, so he wasn't very happy with me. Well, hey, it's a memory for a lifetime. Now you guys got something to talk about when you have kids and you can say, yeah. hey, look at what I did to his face. But, you know, <laughs> one of the things, and we talked about this before we got going, was I was going through your goal clips and trying to find a goal that we could talk about that I thought was a really nice goal. And I noticed that of your 11 goals, all of them were pretty nice, but you have a very good shot. You know, how do you work on developing that skill? And, and what do you do now that you've developed it to improve it? Yeah, I think when we were when I was about 12 years old, my dad got a, a shooting cage uh, built for us in the, in the backyard. So obviously, I'd, I'd shoot pucks every day. And with Kirby being, I guess, more of a, of a passer than a shooter, it was every time we do skills together, I'd be the one shooting the puck. So kind of helped out in that regard. Well, speaking of that, obviously, Kirby, Doc, your brother, Chicago Blackhawks, he's the captain of Team Canada at the World Juniors this year. Unfortunately, obviously, uh, broke his wrist and wasn't able to compete. But for yourself, you guys looked like you were going to play together on the same team last year before he made the team. But what advice has he been able to give you on understanding what it takes to be the type of player that he was in the Western Hockey League? Yeah, you know, he just he just says you got to come with the, with the mindset of wanting to become better every day. And he says, you just be myself, you know, I'm a likable person. So I think just coming to the rank with a smile every day is just going to help me every day. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and it's good, good idea and good mindset to have. And speaking of that, when you look at what you want to accomplish with the blades this year, what are your goals and expectations? I think obviously as a team, we, we think uh, we can do better than people are, I guess, uh, saying about us. Cause I think obviously that uh, fuels the fire a little bit. So I think we're going to come into the, this season with a, with a big bang and get things rolling. You know, when you 
get prepared for this season. Obviously the NHL drafts coming up. Is that something that you focus on or how do you manage those expectations while still staying committed to that every single day of trying to get better? Obviously. Yeah. It's, it's always in the back of your mind, but I think the most important thing is, is getting this year completed and doing the best you can do to, to improve your, your draft stock and for the draft. Well, my last question for you, we have about 10 months now. It could almost be a full year of us not playing, having not a lot to do. Has there been any skills you've developed? Have you picked up a new hobby or what got you through the quarantine period? Yeah, I think uh, obviously looking back at, at uh, my game, I watched all, I think I watched all 62 games when quarantine was on. So I think I look back and not that I wasn't uh, pleased with my skating, but I think that's somewhere I can improve. So I took a lot of time this summer to improve my skating and my, my first three steps in the, the change of direction. So I think when uh, the season starts, people are going to be pretty surprised. Okay, stop. Hold on a sec here. You just said you watched every single game that you played last season during this quarantine. Yeah. Uh, you're well on your way to being successful in hockey. That's <laughs> unbelievable to hear that from you. Um, yeah, that is, that is, when people talk about you need to, to take control of your own success, that is a great example. That's unbelievable to hear, Colton. Uh, it's been a pleasure talking with you. I think you're going to have a ton of success moving forward just based off the conversation we've had here today. And I hope that you stay safe and healthy as we get the season started. Yeah, thank you very much. You as well. Very impressed that Colton sat down and watched every single game from last season. Our last conversation today is with Sean Chagall. If you looked at his name, you would not think it was actually pronounced the way it is, given how it's spelled. It is a tough one. I'm sure all the new play-by-play announcers in the Western Hockey League are going to struggle with that one for a couple of years. But I had the opportunity to sit down with him to find out what he's been doing to get ready for the start of this year's WHL season. Today, I am joined by Calgary Hitman Ford, Sean Chagall. He was the fourth overall selection of the 2018 WHL draft. He played in his first season last year with the Hitman, recording four goals and nine assists for 13 points in 56 games. I caught him at his home. He's a big Lego Star Wars fan, as you can see with his background, which is super cool. And we'll dig into that in a little bit. But Sean, how are you doing? I'm great. How are you today? I'm doing very well. Well, let's talk about the quarantine period. I think I see what you've been doing over, over the time that you've had off, but uh, what else you've been doing to stay on the ice, to stay active and stay ready for the start of the season? Well, I've been on the ODR quite a bit through my time off as the rinks in Alberta are closed. I have a little bit of weight stuff like that at home. So I've been keeping busy with that. I mean, it's snowing here for last week. So that's my favorite thing in the afternoon, go shovel snow, get me outside, but it's freezing. So it is what it is, but I mean, there's always firewood to split. There's always stuff like that to do. So I'm keeping busy around the house. Uh, it sounds like a Rocky four. You're getting ready to fight Ivan Drago there. That's uh, with your little training regiment, but you know, you got to play in a game with uh, the white court Wolverines, the AJHL this season, just while we were able to play, what was that experience like and how fun was it to get back on the ice? Even if it wasn't a Western hockey league game. It was a lot of fun to be in a team atmosphere once again, kind of battling, competing every day, and then playing one game, which was it was a ton of fun. I, I miss that, and I can't wait to get back with uh, Hitman. But, I mean, it's a lot different being with someone you don't know, players you don't know. It's something you got to adapt. But overall, I miss being with the team atmosphere, working out, practice every day. I loved it. 
Well, talking about that, we'll look back on that season last year, obviously four goals and nine assists for your 13 points. But when you come into the Western Hockey League, you understand there's a lot more to hockey than just going out and playing. You start to understand systems, set plays, all the little details of the game that you start to learn once you get into the Western Hockey League. And for yourself, what was the biggest adjustment that you had to make to become an everyday player? Well, I think the big thing is you're playing against guys who are 20 years old, just what full grown men. They're fast, they're strong. You got to be able to change your physical side of the game, how quickly you adapt, uh, how fast the speed is. They're yeah. that, much, that much stronger. You got to be quick, think faster, and kind of react off your game entirely. And for you, you've been, you know, what we talk about a lot is a lot of players when they come into the Western Hockey League, they've been the guy on their minor hockey teams. They've been the guy, every power play PK. And when you get to the Western League, you're not the guy anymore. You have to figure out how to become that guy. And when you look ahead to this season, what do you think you developed in the offseason that's going to help you be a bigger impact on the Calgary Hitman this season? Well, I think physically I've put on put on 10 pounds. I've been kind of just more mature in that regard. I think also just my poise with the pocket, that's a big part of the game. Patience, knowing what you're going to do with it or even without it, just defensive side of the game, really being super confrontational and being heavy and hard to play against. I think that's a big part of our team identity. We're hard, heavy to play against. And I think that's just the best way for me to give myself higher to be that guy in the team. Well, you know, when I talk to people about you, they always talk about your leadership abilities. And I mean, if you go through your elite prospects page, almost every single team, you're either wearing a C or the A at the Canada winter games. You were the captain of team Alberta, where you guys won a bronze medal at the U 17 championships last year, you were an assistant captain on team black. And when it comes to leadership, what, what do you describe, what do you define as leadership and what is, you know, examples of good leadership that you've seen in with the hitman or you've done as a player? I think leadership for me is someone who shows up every single day, putting in the work. We couldn't ask for a better example last year and the year before that with Mark Kasselik. He was a definition of showing up every day, putting in the work and doing the extra. I think someone I kind of just really watched as a role model and he does that so well. And like, look at him now, he's signed a pro contract and he's doing so well for himself. I think that's kind of how I bring my leadership. Just someone who works hard, shows up every day. I'm, not, I'm a vocal guy. I'm not going to go out there and start yelling at guys. I just lead by how I conduct myself. Let's pull up a goal here. Let's talk about that leadership where you're showing up every single day. Every goal you're going to score isn't going to be a nice one. Some of them are going to be tough goals that you score in front of the net. We've got a great clip here from a goal that you scored last season in Edmonton. Just kind of take me through this play and uh, what you can remember from it. So I think something like that, it's just, it's a face-off play as any other play. You go to the net, you have your routes, and you're not going to score without traffic from the net. And that's where the thing is. They don't ask you how, that's how many, right? And they're not going to be pretty. A goal is a goal. You go to the front of the net, get the dirty goals. Most goals scored in the NHL now are like that. They aren't pretty. They're going to the net hard and winning those hard battles. I think that's, that's all it was. Get to the dirty areas and finishing. Is that a set play though? Cause it looks like off the face off when you cut through the back to the front of the net. And I think it's mom on the right-hand side there cuts across to pick up the puck through. Is that something you guys worked on before? Or is that just the way it worked out? It's just, it's just kind of habit for us kind of always coming through, scrape through, pick up the middle, what Malmer did there. And then just use activation of the D and getting shots through. I think it's just every team practice. They're kind of set things, kind of our set routine, kind of set of ideologies we have. 
Well, I mean, that's one of the big details you talk about when you come into the Western Hockey League. A lot of it's learning how to play the defensive side of the puck and then these set plays that you're not used to having on every single time you're on the ice. And when you're preparing for this season and you're looking ahead to the NHL draft, how do you keep it in context on your commitment to that every single day of trying to get better? Well, you can't look too far ahead. The drafts, who knows how many months away from me now, but I got to look at what what am I doing today to get myself better? What am I doing tomorrow? I take it by day by day kind of standpoint. Right now, all I can do is do like what I can work out, hit the ODR, work on the skills off the ice as well, and just kind of prepare myself, watch game film, stuff like that. So I can do, I can't too much worry myself too much about the future because it's the future. We're in the present. Well, we are in the present, but I'm going to ask you about the past now. We've again had 10 months of COVID-19 pandemic quarantines on and off. And what have you done to pass the time? Have you picked up a new hobby or continue an old hobby a little bit more now that you have the extra time? Well, I was also finishing up school all throughout the summer and then coming into the summer school and then the fall here, I finished off my last couple of courses and I'm done. But I spent a lot of time hunting. That's what I did. Tons all throughout fall. It was a ton of fun. I love being outside. And that's, I spent a lot of time outside, just in a tree stand, out walking around, doing something in the nature. I just love that. I think I did quite a bit of just outdoor fishing too. I love fishing. I spent a lot of time on the boat enjoying the weather and that's what I love and playing hockey we're inside all day you think about it we show to the, the rink at 12 o'clock it's it's a little bit of break and then you're inside and you come out it's dark you spend all day inside cooped up I just took advantage of this outside every day even I'm just sitting on the deck reading loved being outside that's what I did all summer Oh, you sound like a good Alberta country boy right there. And then, you know, my last question for you, as you get back, obviously it's going to be uh, provincial divisions this season, but outside of playing in Calgary, uh, what rink are you most excited to get back into? I love playing in the NMAX Centrum. That's my, I love that rink. They got new seats in this year. So it be a little bit different for regards to what it's going to look like. But I mean, I love playing in Alberta ranks. It's so competitive, such a competitive division. It's, it's awesome. I love it. That's the best hockey you can ask for. Sean, thank you so much for taking time out of your day. It was a pleasure talking with you. You're obviously on your way to very, very good things in the future. I hope that you stay safe, your family stays safe, and you're healthy for the start of our season. Thank you very much. Thank you for this, all for this morning. Well, the 17 again episode is now over. It was an awesome time talking to these guys. It is, you know, it's impressive to see the level of where they're at, the maturity that they have at only 17 years old. You got to remember that all these guys I talked to today are still in high school. It's beyond impressive. We wish them the best of luck. My name again is Zach Hodder. I'm the manager of player development for the Western Hockey League. You can follow me on Twitter at Zach Hodder. You can follow the Western Hockey League at the WHL. We will be dropping another episode again next Wednesday. So... Keep tuned in, have a great week, and an even better weekend.